0: Welcome to Space Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Gielan, and I'm Connor Flannery. This is our thirtieth official episode. All right. So today, first of all, we're going to be talking about
1: the New York Knicks. Shout out, <laughs> home team. Um, but really, I guess sort of what got this started was Chris Bouchard, or sorry Rick Bouchard going on uh, Colin Cowherd's show with the herd with Colin Cowherd. Strange name, but yeah. Uh, continue. But he talked about. I guess they were sort of addressing the issue of what will Kevin Durant do this offseason, which is I guess has been something that's been talked a lot, has been talked about a lot around the league because obviously Kevin Durant, probably second best player in the world right now, but which we'll get to that. We will get to that. That was a little bit of foreshadowing, um, but uh, Rick Bouchard basically implied that Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors was already a done deal. A lot of people then, and then he continued to say basically that. The Knicks would be a pretty ideal destination because, for this, for this reason that we'll get into that, but basically that the Knicks would be a likely destination, but that he's basically already left Golden State. He's not going back this offseason. We'll talk about how likely that is and what that would mean for the Knicks, for the other teams in the league, but we're going to use that as sort of a segue into us talking about the Knicks offseason, especially considering this is a huge year for their whole rebuilding process yeah and and it's a lot of pressure
0: because the whole trading away chris for cap space thing for sure to where they, you ha- they have to get something done yeah they, they might be just pressured to make a move and with this news we're mm. gonna go ahead and use that as a as an excuse to say what will happen if kevin durant goes to the knicks will he go to the new york knicks yeah and do the knicks want him and how would they pair him with other people that they get all right All right, so first, what do you think the probability
1: is that the New York Knicks sign Kevin Durant? I think, in my mind, this makes me slightly more confident. And I think that the idea of coming to play in a city like New York is very intriguing to any NBA player, but especially a guy like Kevin Durant, who right now has this reputation of having to go to the Warriors to win his championships, to get his rings. And I think that especially especially because of that and because fans around the league sort of, there's sort of this bad narrative that like, his rings don't mean as much. Which is like, like All stupid. rings, all rings mean the same. But I kind of understand like the idea, like that he should win a ring by himself, or at least make a team competitive, bring a team to the conference finals or finals by himself. So I think that bring a team like the New York Knicks, that right now has is like the worst team in the league, has some of the best odds for the number one pick. Yeah. Bring a team like that next year to something like the conference finals even just that the whole city of new york would praise him everybody around the league would praise him because he left the warriors i think that would be a very it would be a very good move for him maybe not like on paper maybe he won't win as many rings moving forward but in terms of the lasting memory of kevin durant in our minds i think would be very beneficial for him moving forward. obviously we're biased as new yorkers but i think that i think that new york it's kind of
0: it's like the mecca of basketball it's I feel like everything basketball, just in my mind, kind of, like, stems from New York. And a, a bit with Chicago, too. It just kind of, like, grows from New York and Chicago to where I think that, I think that, like, he would, his legacy would kind of, he's he's got some rings. I think that mm-hmm. it would kind of just be another step.
1: It would just be another step to his legacy. I also, I also do think, though, like, you can, but with everything you just said about New York City, you can kind of... It doesn't just have to be the Knicks, though. It's part of the problem. It's like that could also be said about the Brooklyn Nets. And the Brooklyn Nets, if anything, are one step ahead of the New York Knicks right now. Maybe more than one, but like, and they have the, the cast Knick, base too. Yeah. So that's part of what concerns me. Is like you hear all everything, everything great you can say about the Knicks franchise and their location and stuff like that. Like you could just go turn around and say the same thing about. The, Net, uh, the Nets. It's The Madison Square Garden. That's true. And, maybe, and I would argue that the Nets probably aren't as much of a story franchise as the Knicks are. Yeah. Um, that being but, said, they are further along. They're probably going to sign D'Angelo
0: Russell. Ooh, that, that'd that be interesting, though, because I mean, they have two max spots, and D'Angelo Russell wants one of them. So if Kevin Durant takes the other one of them, then are you really competing for a championship if, if I would, your two best players are Kevin Durant, D'Angelo Russell, and then Kara
1: Slavert? I would argue that would definitely put them in the up there with with the other best teams in the east I'm not sure it makes you like Kevin Durant would really have to go ham and really prove something that he hasn't had to prove in the last handful of years to the league to make it to make it far I agree for for me I can't really
0: see Kevin Durant on the New York Knicks only because we were so bad this year like that's fair okay I, I held this opinion until like 15 games ago 20 games ago that the new york knicks were actually really really good and that that sound that sounds a little weird but they were really freaking good at losing close games and playing well with the talent that they had i think that there would be games where we're running such good offense except for like maybe the occasional like tim hardaway jr long two, like (laughs) iso but we we were running really good offense. Everyone was getting looks. Everyone was passing. We were defending decently well, and we it would just we would be getting wide open shots against teams that were much better than us. Is, and I, we would just not have the talent to make those shots, and not really have the talent to combat if we're playing a superstar. Like okay, a superstar is going to make like four tough shots a game, but we can't really do that. So are you saying it's like for the talent that they had? Is they it were is like a system
1: thing? It's a system thing. That made
0: them kind of successful? I think so. And that that's why okay. I'm really optimistic and, with David but you Fisdale as a coach. But you don't think that as the last fifteen games. Yeah. You that it, changed? It, yeah. It's it's kinda of broken down ever since the Knicks kind of traded Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Making and those I, changes. And yeah. I understand that like Dennis Smith Jr. and DeAndre Jordan are good, but I feel like we've kind of just fallen into this like crevice of okay, yeah, we're really bad, we're gonna get the number one. That's, pick, it's probably whatever. just a losing atmosphere for a whole yeah, season, a whole three season. However, it is. the Knicks they were losing a lot, and they still had, in my opinion, the best locker room in the league. Of course, I'm not like an NBA insider or whatever, but from, from what I could see, it was especially like, for the past three years, it's been the Warriors, and at this at that time where like Kevin Durant and Draymond Green were beefing, yeah. you had the New York Knicks who were just like such, like they, they were just clicking so well. I'm like, not on sure and I would say they're the, best, they're the best locker room in the league, but I, I see what you mean. I don't think anymore, but I think by game 30, I totally think they were. Now, personally, yeah. I think it's the Brooklyn Nets, but... I think that because like they just have so much fun together but anyways going back to it i think that the the appeal would be we had a really good locker room the the kind of turnoff would be we had we were doing all the right things and we were making all the right plays and we were still terrible yeah which is something to be said even though we we had some guys like we had some like role players who were kind of doing their jobs really really well we had a bunch of like, not Frank Nelkino, but our other but our other point guards were, like, doing pretty well. If you talk about, like, even Trey Burke, Alondo Trier, um, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan. We had, like, a bunch of pretty good pieces. Mario Hazonia, even. Mario Hazonia has dunked over LeBron James, and everyone lost their shit. <laughs> like, and he blocked him. I was at that game. You were at that game? Yeah. That's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on to... What would what would you do as the Knicks franchise this offseason? Like assuming like you
1: go after Kevin Durant, is that what for, first? Yeah, in my opinion, I know that we already talked about like you might not feel exactly the same way, but we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I think the Knicks 100 percent should go for Kevin Durant, especially with with all the pressures that they've put on themselves with like not with trading away like Kevin. Uh, sorry, Chris has Porzingis. You have to go over Kevin uh, after Kevin Durant. If you get Kevin Durant, what do you do? If you get What's Kevin Durant. One? Depending on what pick you, it depends on what pick you get in the lottery. If you get no, the number one pick, you take Zion and you keep him. You don't trade away the number one pick. Anything after that, I'm not sold on those players. I feel like to me, Zion is pretty much a lock of like he will be a successful NBA player. John Morant, RJ Barrett, Rui Hachimura, Kobe White, Jarrett Culver—all like guys right after him in the like mock drafts. Like they look fantastic, fantastic, but I don't think that they're total locks to be a great player. And I would rather trade, I think, for a super like for another star or superstar in return for one of those guys. And would you also go after Kyrie Irving? Hundred percent, I go after Kyrie Irving. I I don't know. Um, I think Rick Bouchard said something in that interview that said like that if. That he was okay. So Kate, that, so that Kevin Durant is definitely leaving Golden State this off, this off season. I'm not sure that's true, but we're, we're, let's say in this hypothetical that is happening. I I do I do think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving would talk to each other about coming to the Knicks, and if they both decided, I think that it, it becomes a lot more likely that one of them goes to the Knicks if both of them are going to the Knicks. If that makes sense. So yeah, I, if I Kevin Durant that. ends up on the Knicks, I feel like it actually becomes far, far, far more likely that that Kyrie Irving comes to the Knicks. If Kevin Durant doesn't come to the Knicks, I find it very unlikely that that Kyrie Irving Personally, does. I think if the Knicks strike out on Kyrie Irving, but they get Kevin Durant,
0: I think they'll also go for someone like a Tobias Harris or Chris yeah. Middleton. I think Maybe not someone. There are, there are a lot of good second and third options in this free agency class there aren't like that many insane first options honestly like but even jimmy butler who i don't think that that would be a great contract to give him for like a four-year max but you have like a jimmy butler's chris middleton's is clay thompson this offseason i don't think so but uh Kyrie Irving's
1: tobias harris tobias harris i think is clay thompson is his off season because that was the thing about like if they don't give if the warriors don't give him like a max he's gonna do the lakers yeah okay but and then this but, off-season,
0: we have a lot of like second and third options that i think is a good thing for any contending team that might be losing a piece or two. Yeah. Like the Warriors. Oh my god, what if they signed Tobias Harris? The Warriors signed yeah. Tobias Harris? I don't know. What if the Warriors like lose Kevin Durant and then replace
1: him with like Chris Middleton or something like that? That'd be horrible. Yeah. I, let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about Chris Middleton actually. Like so let's say let's say they get Kevin Durant, they can't get Kyrie. We talked about in the last episode, Chris Middleton versus Jimmy Butler. I would be very happy having Chris Middleton walking away from this offseason with Chris Middleton Kevin Durant and like a top 5 pick. I would be happy with that. All right, so here's
0: the story. I I, I need to get this off my chest. This is my opinion on the New York Knicks offseason right here. I don't want us to get Kevin Durant.
1: I just I really don't understand what you're Okay, talking- okay <laughs> let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. How do you How do you say that about the <laughs> second best player in the world? Like how do you just say we don't want okay, him?
0: Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So, You have? (laughs) I don't know if I can take this seriously. No, I I am serious. I'm very serious right now. So, personally, I hate that LeBron James went to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think it wasn't a winning move because they weren't built for him. And I personally think Mm. that it just – it wasn't a good fit. And plus, he kind of just ruined their whole future. He just ruined their whole future because now you have all this pressure on Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and even Josh Hart. And Kyle I Kuzma, I don't necessarily say less, if they like to a lesser extent. He ruined their future, but like
1: he he messed no, up their whole rebuild. He
0: met yeah, he messed up their rebuild, aka okay, their future, to where they had a pretty good young core, like top okay. three young core in the league. They did trade they traded Delo though before
1: before Kay- before still, LeBron killed. I don't care.
0: Still. They right. He messed up their whole young core. They had a core. They had Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, two top two picks who might not be deserving of that number two pick, but were definitely top five in their draft class, arguably. And I don't know about Lonzo. Okay, <laughs> that's that's irrelevant. Back to the point, you have the, you have those two, and you, they're probably going to get another top five, ten pick. And you're just going to, like, build that core organically and build it up like the Warriors did before they signed Kevin Durant. And I feel like that could have been the same situation in New York. Of course, like, maybe before you traded Chris at but, but, like, but you had you... yeah Dennis Smith. Yeah, before he maybe, traded Maybe Mitchell Robinson. Maybe you hit on one of the other young guys. Maybe Alonzo cheer grows into something. And then you pair it with Zion Williamson and another top three draft pick that you get next year
1: because you're going to be horrible. I would and then like... all of a sudden, you're super, super good. I would like to bring up the fact that, like, we have – like 13 14 percent chance yeah, another of getting top the first, five but, another top five draft pick. but also i don't think that that young core is as good as like if we got zion it is yeah and yet, if we don't get zion i'm not sure it's as good as the lakers I, young core I was. i think it is i think it is with kevin knox mitchell robinson Frank Laquina like i don't know I mean, if Frank it's fair Milikina. to be like super high on
0: any of those guys i think dennis smith jr mitchell robinson kevin knox and a ja morant
1: or someone is a very good young core I, yeah, I think And, and, solid. Plus, and
0: plus, whoever but, you get in 2020, because that also, be horrible.
1: To be honest, as a Knicks fan, as someone who's you, watched w- you the wouldn't team, want that. I would want that. I would rather have Kevin Durant. No, I don't I'm, think I'm even of, five years from I'm now that of core is nar- not winning us a championship. I'm tired championship. of this
0: narrative that like New York Knicks fans suck and we because we dr- we drove out Carmelo Anthony, we drove out F- Phil Jackson. New York Knicks fans love basketball and they love good basketball and they love their franchise so much that I think like people will understand if it's hey we're gonna be bad for two years and then we're gonna have a top three
1: young core in the league with two top five picks that turn into something great one day. I don't, I don't trust enough the Knicks front office and the Knicks, d- like, coaching staff to develop those guys. That's just me. I don't think that that team will it's, win a championship. It, it's a new, it's a new staff. It's a, they yeah, brought in Scott Yeah, but also Perry. James Dolan owns the team. Like, that's, that's like, you have to take that into consideration. I don't know if I trust... How are you ever going to be good? Core. I don't understand. But that's the thing. It's like, you have, what the Knicks have to do is they need to just take Zion Williamson and Kevin Durant for everything to go well. And like, that's asking for a lot. But like, realistically, if the Knicks are going to win a championship at any point in the next five years, maybe even longer, like that's what needs to happen. No. Okay. So he, to to finish my thought with the whole, I kind of
0: don't want Kevin Durant to sign with the New York Knicks argument. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about that more as this, as the off season gets closer. Yeah. I don't want Kevin Durant to sign with the New York Knicks because I don't want us to trade the number one or number two or number three draft pick, which is what we okay. are most definitely going to do. I know the New York Knicks franchise as a New Yorker, yeah, and they are one hundred percent going to trade the first overall draft pick, second overall draft pick, third overall it's- draft pick if they sign Kevin Durant, and they'll they'll get back like a, a third level star yeah, a third level star which will help them for the next three years and then kevin durant will leave and then this guy will leave and then we'll be back to square one while zion williamson or John ja morant and then whoever we draft we would have drafted in 2020 they go off and then
1: uh, they're just dominating the a, nba for 15 years here's the That's I what i'm really you. scared of would you consider i think sort of a, a a thought that sort of left the minds of nba fans this is a little bit of a stretch but anthony davis still requested out
0: He's not could going the to the Knicks, Knicks no. Could
1: the Knicks, no. <laughs> could the Knicks put together something with, like, the number one, number two overall pick and that young core that you just named for Anthony Davis? Honestly, no. that's not a bad package, depending on what other teams offer, like the Celtics and the Lakers. And it sucks, because even Anthony but,
0: Davis is, like, 25-26, and I kind of, like, I don't know. I, I, I would take Anthony I, Davis I feel like rebuilding's young- so fun.
1: Honestly, like, as yeah. a fan, I, maybe I'm aware like of that. But part of rebuilding is like you can collect a- assets for your re- for your rebuild and then exchange them for something new. Like you would say that the Celtics made that rebuild when like they took Isaiah Thomas, who was like a homegrown star, and traded him for Kyrie Irving. That's still part of the rebuild. It's exchanging assets for assets. But like, but you can you can still cash in on some of the things that you you create. I don't have any problem with creating a yeah, guy who isn't did, our own. Like for yeah, but we didn't. But that's. But at the we, same time, at the same time, we trade away Chris Nash. So like, yeah. haven't we already and <laughs> sort of ended like that rebuild that we started?
0: Yeah. Well, no, not really. We just like hit the rebuild button by trading it to Chris by trading Chris as But as Chris was the the he main part the re- of our okay, rebuild. Okay, we both it, know that trade was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyways, going back. Yeah, I just I don't want Kevin Durant to mess up our future, f- if like it's not a guaranteed championship, which I definitely don't think it is, because now you have a lot of rising teams in the East. You still have the good teams in the West. And I I'm just scared to get Kevin Durant and to trade away our future and then to not win a championship. And then we're going to be like the Orlando Magic or the, like the Pelicans <laughs> again. So Kevin Durant, we'll, we'll talk again in June. But as of now, I kind of hope you don't make our franchise
1: trade all of our assets for you. Okay. Also, really quickly, if the Knicks don't get the number one pick. That doesn't who- change anything. But but who would you want us to take? Zion Williamson. If we don't get the number one pick. Oh. If um, we get, like, number two, let's say. John Morant. John Morant over RJ? Over RJ Barrett. I don't, I don't know why.
0: Just I don't I hate feel that. Like, like, I, don't, I said I don't hate that. Because I think RJ kind of can't shoot. He was a 66% free throw shooter in college, and he kind of – he's been kind of inefficient at Duke this season, and while I understand that – Streaky. He, yeah, and while I understand that he was the the number one prospect for a reason coming out of high school – I kind of just like John Morant a little bit better. And I understand that John Morant's a sophomore, and so he's just a year older. But I kind of mm-hmm. think that I, I hope the Knicks aren't afraid to draft a point guard also.
1: I, yeah. I hope they're not like, oh yeah,
0: we can't pick De- we can't pick John Morant because we've Dennis should, Smith Jr.
1: They should just take the best available player because that's I how rebuilds that work. Dennis Smith Jr. is very expendable. That is what we should be doing, rebuilding. Yeah. Alright. Alright, moving on. Let's talk about so I, I was watching last night, Bucks versus Sixers. Pretty solid game. Uh, Bucks pulled away with it at the end. Giannis, I think, it might have been his career high. I think his, it was like less than 50, more than 40. But in the win, I think he dropped like 45 points. But as i was sort of sitting there watching, Giannis just sort of tear up the 76ers defense, especially Joel Embiid. And and Joel Embiid, I guess, sort of trying to match Giannis and kind of failing, like missing a lot of shots, and like at least at least in the fourth quarter, um, I started of thinking to myself, like, why is LeBron James still considered the best player in the world? So it's a disrespectful
0: season out here. So it's blasphemy season out here.
1: Ah, I, I honestly
0: like blasphemy. I still
1: I still believe I can't I can't right now say with full confidence LeBron is not the best player in the world. I still think that he is, and that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm saying is, at what point is LeBron James not the best player in the world? It has to happen eventually. And to me, Giannis is next up. Maybe, like maybe Kevin Durant. But like that would be like maybe a year before Giannis overtakes him. Like Kevin Durant's not a very young guy either. Yeah. I also I feel like side
0: note I feel really bad for Kevin Durant because if he he, he will never he be just, the face of the league. Yeah. <laughs> just because like he came in, he just in, fell at the like yeah. in
1: between two elites. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, he came in too close to lebron james and lebron james is just weirdly unhuman to where he hasn't declined until maybe right now i'm not sure if if i'm ready to say that he's declining i think what le- i'm saying I think lebron james has declined but he's still the best player in the league i don't think he's yeah. as good as he was in 2016 because I, I think in think 2016 least- in my mind there wasn't that big there, there were they were different players but him and, like 2012 Miami Heat LeBron James were probably
1: equally as good. Yes. I I think also though like I think that pure 100% LeBron James is still as good as he ever was. But LeBron James when he's giving you know 50% effort in the in the regular season is not is not quite as good. I think and I think that that's sort of the difference. It's like he can't hold up for A full season going 100 percent quite the same way he used to. Okay, but like, who would you take if you needed to win a playoff series? LeBron, and that's why I think that he is still the best player in the world. My question, yeah, but it's sort of my question is that like, I just watched Giannis last night, like scoring at will, and every time he would cross half court. He could just take three dribbles and just go full speed at the basket in transition, and all the Sixers could do was just hug him and put him on the <laughs> line. There was And there's one possession. After he's done that four times in a row, he comes down the court. Joel Embiid is standing under the basket waiting for him to do it again. Giannis just stops, stares him down, hits a three. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I watching? <laughs> if a player who can do all of that, then hit a three on occasion if left wide open, and also be Defensive Player of the Year this year. How How is he not, at least
0: in the conversation? I think give it another season, and yeah. if LeBron James kind of just l- lulls himself and his team to sleep in the, like, talk, even if they get, like, the sixth seed in the West, and they're just underwhelming, if, assuming they, like, sign another star, if they're, like, the sixth or seventh seed, or even, like, even the fifth or fourth seed in the in the West, I would say that if Giannis or if Kevin Durant or if, in my opinion, Steph Curry just kind of goes ham, especially low key, if if Kevin Durant leaves the Warriors, we could see that him and Steph Curry are just instantly back in the MVP discussion. So I think, yeah, my first thought doesn't even go to Giannis, it goes to them. But then Giannis is probably the afterthought with that. So you think, Right Kevin, now, that Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are better players than Giannis, most definitely.
1: Well, we're not just discussing Durant, that right now. We're Kevin not. Durant over Kevin Durant over Giannis. Steph, Steph Curry. Curry over Giannis. James Harden over Giannis. Steph Curry and I, I would put Steph Curry, Giannis, and James Harden on a very similar level. Okay, um, we're, we but also, we're not ranking. Top I, I also right think now. part of the reason that I that I bring up this question is like LeBron James just missed the playoffs. He also had and no help. And while that's, yeah, I was say, well, and that's fun- not, well, that's not entirely on him. I don't. I wouldn't say that Giannis has like, like Giannis has more help. I'm not trying to argue that. I'm not sure that he has so much more help, even though the team is so much better constructed around Giannis and so much better built. the The front office of the Bucks has done an incredible job building the perfect team to support Giannis, and the same can't be said about the Lakers front office so far. You, there's something to be said about the fact that Giannis is carrying his team to the best record in the league while LeBron is not in the playoffs for the first time in 13 years or something. There is something to be
0: said about that. However, I just think it the team was so bad and they had so many weird fits and just so many like kind of weird
1: players like Lance Stevenson, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Those two were like... Can we talk about it? the starting lineup last night for the lakers against the warriors was rondo caruso who's the guy that's Alex going caruso. that's going bald <laughs> yeah, bro javel mcgee that's foul um javel mcgee well uh, i'll look it up right now continue i can't i can't remember there's a couple other guys oh contavious caldwell pope and uh mo wagner <laughs> that's, that's a, little... a that's a pretty poor lineup so that, that was basically without lebron lonzo kuzma or Brendan ingram but uh i guess that goes to show like yeah also do you see alex caruso he like had a putback time that last was crazy and <laughs> lost it i i the future honestly i actually you know. very i like i like watching alex caruso play a lot because You never expect him to be good. Like like just looking at him, you never expect him to make a play like that because he's like a substitute PE teacher. (laughs) My dad, my dad said, "I don't think he, I don't think Caruso hurt us. That would have been, you know, we weren't that close." But my dad yelled, "Like shave it off, Caruso, (laughs) bro, that's tough." So okay, but anyways, he has a special place in my heart for that.
0: (laughs) Going back, going back to the topic, I think that. LeBron James would have to have a disappointing-ish season. By the way, he did not have a bad season this year. Can we no, stop talking no, no, about no, that? No. He was top five in points and assists and had like seven rebounds a game. But I'm saying if if his team success is underwhelming again, not his, indiv- not his individual
1: performance. Especially if this team's a lot better next year. Yeah. And the team still isn't good. Yeah. Then, you, then even more so. And if Giannis is his same thing or if Kevin Durant
0: leads Team X... To the, too, yeah. to like a top four seed, or if Steph Curry and the Warriors are still really good despite like Draymond's decline or something like that, mm-hmm. and KD leaving, and
1: I think I think that like Kevin Durant coming to a team like the Knicks, carrying them to a far into the playoffs, even if it's with somebody like Kyrie, that would say a lot about Kevin Durant potentially surpassing LeBron as the best player in the world. Especially if then Kevin Durant goes back to like he could win MVP next year if he does that, he w- which you mentioned, but. If Kevin Durant wins an MVP next year, I'm and, and LeBron is like a seven seed in the playoffs or something like that, like if he gets better, if his team gets better but not but not that much better. That might do it for me. That might do it. And as as crazy as that is as that is to say, like, LeBron by no means had the best season this season. The, but the, that was weird wording. The best, the best season this season. Yes. He was not the best the best player in the we league this season. Mean. We all understand what so you mean. So at what point do you stop? taking into account what he's done in the past and just say well right now he's I not the best player like at what at what point does his past legacy sort of like run out to the point where you, everybody's willing to accept like okay I think relative time to move on I think you have to be
0: serious about it and you have to be objective because I think you can give him some leniency but I think it's also he's with a new franchise so that history is almost kind of behind him a little bit
1: to where I think but it's not in people's heads. People still call LeBron James the best player in the world because he came back from 3-1 against the Warriors. Like, that's... Honestly, but the the media can change like that. Just, like, right... Definitely. Like, they just create, like, the storyline.
0: So, all of a sudden, they can just create the storyline. Like, Karl-Anthony Towns was voted by by the GMs as the the best asset in the NBA. And now the media portrays him as this dude you can't win with. And I guarantee you they're going to do the same thing when the Suns suck next season with Devin Booker. To where, I think... Yeah, they... I don't think the fact that like oh everyone and same thing with russell westbrook russell westbrook everyone loved him the season kevin durant left him yeah left him however now it's all about his inefficiency it's all about his inefficiency and his stat padding to where i think the same could be said with lebron james you just have the media create the storyline that he can't win anymore and he doesn't play defense whatsoever and he's kind of a selfish player which i don't believe those things but i think that we can't just be saying, oh, I do, everyone
1: loves LeBron James and the media loves him, to where he's infallible I, I and untouchable. I do believe those things that you said about Russell Westbrook to an extent, but it's not fair for the entire league to just turn their heads on him and believe that all of a sudden. Like, you got to pick a side. Like, I was saying that to an extent during his MVP season, and I still am saying that, but more so than I was. But you can't just go from being like, Russell Westbrook's a top three player in the NBA to saying, like, you can't win a game with Russell Westbrook. You have to, even if that's changed over the course of the last two seasons slightly, you can't just flip your, your idea like that. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's why it's, That's why, rightly so, it's taking a little bit of time for LeBron James to sort of fade out of the best player in the world spot. And that might not happen next season. It might not happen the season after that. But at some point, it's going to. And I guess it's sort of like a interesting idea of at what point does a guy like Giannis or kevin durant take that throne yeah okay so to conclude space the floor says that lebron james
0: is still the best player in the world but that the the media could definitely turn on him Mm -hmm. in like a second or two and while he seems untouchable now that might not always be the case that might not always be the case which is so sad yeah but yeah that's all that's all i think i wanted to say about that topic all right Thank you for listening to this episode of Space Floor MBA Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and on Twitter at Space the Floor. And if you're listening on YouTube, like and subscribe. That'd be really cool. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. That'd be great. And thank you for listening. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flattern. And see you next time. Peace.